if you want to get in contact with us. Don't forget the um, text number is 0868 33553 with thanks to Rationale Windows. That's 086 Can you please wish Sarah Gardner from Dailystown Lock Ray a huge congratulations and best wishes along with all the cast and crew that are taking part in the commitments to musical running in the Olympia Theatre in Dublin for the next two weeks. Uh, Nigel Pivero from Coronation Street fame is playing the part of Da and very proud of Sarah from all of her family, friends and neighbours as well. Uh, that, that'd that be a nice show to get in the Olympia. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Irish water are disgraceful. Um, they won't answer the calls or anything. You're 100% correct, Keith. And uh, we don't want them to be disgraceful. We don't want her to be disgra- it to be disgraceful. We want them just to answer the phone and sort it out from there. I'm going to just, I'm hanging up on that channel altogether. There's no response on, on what's up there. And um, well done, that's Sarah Gardner from Daily's Town in Lockray. And uh, best wishes along with all the cast and crew of the commitments to musical running in the Olympia Theatre in Dublin for the next two weeks. Uh, I'm sure she will be belting out with the others Mustang Sally, along with other music uh, from that era as well. But well done to all involved uh, in that uh, from there. Now, though, comment lines are open if you do want to get through to us on 091-7707 as well. Uh, today in the programme you can do so. That's 091-7707 if you want to get in contact with us uh, from there as well. Uh, don't forget too, by the way, we um, did say to you that we're coming to you from Headford this coming Friday morning. And uh, again, I give you a list of the, some of the guests that we have. And we have a plethora of other guests joining us as well uh, on the uh, programme on Friday morning. So please uh, do join us then. Now that I want to go to a man who's been elevated a man that deserves to be elevated, by the way, as well, um, because Galway's first ever uh, Association of Irish Musical Societies president has been appointed the Association of Irish Musical Societies at its annual AGM elected Galway man Fergal Kavanagh at their uh, national president for the year 2023 and 2024. The AGM was held uh, in uh, Mullingar on Sunday, the 29th of January last, uh, when uh, he was uh, elected. And uh, Mr. President joins me on the line this morning. Mr. President, good morning to you. That's correct, yes, indeed. Yeah, I was absolutely delighted and honoured to, uh, to be pr- proposed as president this year for Ames. Uh, Ames has been going, what, since 1965, and this is the first time that... Uh, there's been a president from Galway, so I'm absolutely thrilled and delighted. Now, you're you're involved a long time, so you are, um, with the Nine Arches in Clare Galway um, Musical Society, and you, you're the founding member of this, so you are. Yeah, uh, we started the Nine Arches Musical Society here in Clare Galway what, in the year 2000, so I've been involved with that since day one, uh, which has again been, we're delighted with the way that that, that has come on through the years. Uh, in fact, last year we were delighted that we won the Nails Award for Best Overall Show, so it was absolutely thrilled for that there. And now with this coming along, it's absolutely brilliant. Would you mind putting on your seatbelt? I know you pulled in to take our call. Would you just to knock off that noise in the background, if you don't mind, because it's sure. uh, too too important a conversation, if you don't mind, um, just uh, to uh, let be interrupted by the the seatbelt or whatever it is in the back of it there, uh, from there. So we will we'll we'll, we'll uh, just we'll what. Uh, once, once ah, uh, uh, hasn't stopped there either. So it hasn't, uh, Fergal. Just no, whatever, whatever that sound is. Uh, Fergal, uh, now, ah, Fergal. Yep. C- 
Congratulations. Yep. What, what was that sound? Was it the seatbelt or something, was it? It was the other seatbelt song, which I was stuck on it. <laughs> I, I, right. I hate when that happens. You have the shopping and it's ringing at the same time. So but again, for yeah. you, you've put a huge amount, and I've known you for a long time, but you've put a huge amount of work into this. I mean, you founded Nine Arches uh, nearly 24 years ago. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, we, we've been involved with musical societies really all our lives, and uh, both myself and my wife and that. So we really, uh, whatever the we saw the opportunity that we thought there was the interesting thing all the way to start with the musical society. Uh, we were proved very much right, uh, and we've had a really successful musical society there for so long. Uh, it's it's been brilliant. Uh, but this I've been involved obviously with AIM. James is the umbrella body for all musical societies throughout the country. Yeah, uh, and it's broken into regions. Well, obviously, we originally were involved with the western region. And then it developed that they have a full national council. We're involved in the national council. Then we're on the executive, and this is where it's led to today. Uh, so we're absolutely uh, delighted that uh, we can take up this role for the next two years. So it's uh, it's it's going to be a very hectic and busy time, both uh, leading the organisations, uh, which is going through some changes as well uh, as it continues to develop, uh, and also the big opportunity that I. Now we'll be visiting around all the societies throughout the whole 32 counties, uh, from sort of uh, Lever County to, to Bally Buffet to Port Rush to Belfast to wow. New Ross down in the southeast or to Carrigaline in the southwest and all, all throughout the country. So, so it's, it's going to be quite a hectic time. Now, this is quite a hectic time because there's so many musicals on and so many productions on and all of that heading into the new yep. year. So will you, literally, will you be on the road three or four nights a week um, going to these locations? Well, well at times we will because obviously there's sometimes we're busier than others. Uh, like whenever we go into the half-term break next week, there are six shows that I'm going to from, uh, I think Malahide is the first show. Then we have one in Navan, uh, we have one in Tipperary, we have one in Shannon, we have one in Ballinrobe, and we have one in Sligo. So it's, it's, it can be quite hectic at times. Uh, um. And so it's, it's, it's going to be fun. There's going to be in the region of about oh, 50 shows that I'll be going to between now and the end of May, which is the end of the, the spring-summer season. Well, so it, was, it, it was lovely knowing you because you're going to spend most of your time on the road. With them. I hope Annette, is going, <laughs> hope Annette is going with you as well, by the way. But it was lovely. Well, lovely. she certainly will go to, to quite a few of the shows with us because it's, it's, it's a great joy to get out there and to see what different societies are doing and their productions that they're doing. Yeah. Because I take it that there are, next week there are two Irish premiers, uh, one being uh, Young Frankenstein uh, and the other being The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, so they're having their first showing in Ireland in amateur theatre uh, this coming week. So it's really fun. But isn't the isn't the quality though? I mean, we've had some of the schools coming into us here, into the breakfast show, today, into Molly and Ollie, in the morning time, yes. and, and the university and the productions there. I mean, I didn't get to see the uh, university production that was in the black box for quite a few nights last week. My wife did with a friend, and she said yes. it was like something off Broadway. And then all the other schools that came in, and just the high caliber of singing and dancing and choreography. There's a big one coming up in Castlebar. There's another big one coming up in Galway. That's right. You know, so yes, th yeah. there's a lot of work goes into this but I mean there are stars in the making in all of these so to be part of that must be wonderful It's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant and as you say the talent that is out there uh, particularly the university is when you get that young concentration of all of the one age 
on on stage. It's absolutely the, the quality that the university speeches is absolutely super. Mm. Uh, well, they're in the black box. As you, as you mentioned there later on this year, uh, Galway Musical Society are uh, putting on Rent, which is going to be a fabulous show coming up in April. Uh, and uh, as you say, the Castle Bar show uh, is coming up uh, in only what about three weeks' time. So it's it's going to be brilliant. They're on in the in the Royal Theatre in Castle Bar, so it's going to be brilliant. Yep. Yeah, they'll all, they'll be all shook up. So they will when they come out of it as well as when they go into it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Where, where do I get lines like this? Except for a fellow talking in my head in the headphones. Um, but again, for you t- to see these and the caliber of them, uh, will you be judging at some of these then, or do you just as president just uh, attend? Oh, oh no, I I just attend. There is a whole separate uh, aims adjudicator will travel to each of the societies who will go who will give a review of the show to try to help each society to, to give his opinions on the whole thing and then they will go forward then if they're if they're into the categories that goes to the Hems Awards in June in Killarney. Uh, but it's, they're there to help each society, to mentor them and to be of assistance to them and mm-hmm. how they can continue to improve the standard that they're putting on stage. So, But my job is very much to just to enjoy the show. Well, and that's what it should be about. Meet the people. I do remember last year following the event in Killarney, we had your colleagues in Nature and the Nine Arches and they swept the board uh, so they did last year. And So that must give you great pleasure altogether. Uh, it's wonderful that, uh, you know, that after so many years to finally win the best overall show is uh, really a wonderful achievement and we were absolutely thrilled to bits with it. So we're almost at this stage, we're now selecting our show for next November. So we hope to be announcing that actually at our weekend whenever we have our AGM. So it, it, it's, uh, it's going to be great fun again this year. Good on you. Well, you're, you're Yusuf and Annette, I mean, as, as you, I mean, you met in Derry, didn't you? You, you were born in Derry. And you it met, is. Yeah, we, we, were, we were both born in Derry. Uh, and then we took off around the country after that. Uh, but we've been in Galway now, gosh, 43 years this year. So to, we only came for six months. That's what happened. <laughs> That happens to so many people. What did they say? What did the Americans say? The goal was the graveyard of ambition. But you, you made, you made a living out of it. You, you made, uh, you made friends a living out of it, and you made music out of it as well. You had a business. Uh, indeed, indeed, to, to go with it. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, somebody else. So, just, somebody else just mentioned uh, nine to five, nine to five in Clare Morris at the weekend. In Clare Morris, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was great a wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So that that was actually my first outing as president, uh, visiting one of the societies. So they gave me a wonderful reception. So they did. It was absolutely brilliant, and it was a fabulous show. And they did a super job, and they were, should be so proud of themselves. It was absolutely super. So come here. Do you carry the red carpet then in the back, and does an F run ahead then to these um, like Claire Morris or Chum or or Casper? Well, Claire Morris did a beautiful little trick, and they did that. They did a little video showing the red carpet being put out. It was very funny. It was very good. Oh, you but see, they, they certainly got the VIP treatment all the way. It was absolutely brilliant. They're absolutely a fabulous good society there, and I've known them for many years, and they're really, 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 really do, do a fantastic job. Yeah. And it was the most entertaining show, and they had a great reception. And their audiences were packed in, and the, uh, everybody over there had a really brilliant night. It was good. great to see musical theatre alive and well in Castle Bar. And then, oh, all sorry, Clare Morris. Yeah. Castle Bar is next. Oh, Castle, yeah. yeah we're, 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 there's a busload of us going to Clare Morris, so we are out to Castle Bar. See, I want to get confused like you as well. We'll be going to Castle Bar to see uh, John Morley 
uh, performing in that. Yep. And, and, and I've been asked, <laughs> I've been asked to be an associate um, uh, judge on the night in question. Well, all I have to do is give my own th- thoughts on it. So um, yeah, we, 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 we'll be on, we'll be honest as he is with me every morning. So there's no problem with that at all. Um, <laughs> Pre- well, I hope to see pre- you there. I'll the be there pressure. one night. Well, whatever night the, you're there, the I'm going to go. So you can tell me what to say about them. So, so you, you, you can give me the, you can pass me over the notes, Fergal, from there. Listen, congratulations. I think it'll be the, I think it'll be the matinee I'll be going to because it won't let me into anything else. Um, but uh, well done to all involved, and well done to you as well. You deserve it because you put a lot of work into it, and we look forward to working with you during the year. Keep up the good work, and don't forget, don't forget the shopping that was on the uh, <laughs> that was on the passenger seat when you get home. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today, Fergal Cabinet joining us. Galway's first ever Association of Musical Societies. And the Ames uh, president, and congratulations to him. He's a great guy, and his wife is a great person as well. And they're just great people. So great people deserve to get great positions, like Mr. President. We'll have to get on to the president, Michael D. Higgins. Now he'll have to invite him up to the Aris as well. Oh, we 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 have sources, so we have John. No, no, we can't get him to go to Castlebar to watch the musical, John. No. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. Ask the Dentist, brought to you by Gate Dental Clinic. Let's keep Galway smiling. Don't wait. Call the gate on 547-592. Good morning to you. Dr. Brian Delgado joins me in studio today from Gate Dental. And uh, we were just talking about crowns and other bits and pieces there. I was asking the dentist for you. Um, but we're looking at uh, tooth whitening or teeth whitening at this stage. And uh, Dr. Delgado, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Keep when, morning. When we talk about t- whitening, do we talk about individual teeth or all, all teeth? Is that how you treat it? So normally when you when you look at teeth whitening, you're, you're looking at treating all the teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just pick one out, of course, yeah. It can be, actually. In, in occasions, it can be just one... Um, where, say, for example, a patient might have had an injury or the tooth has stained for some particular reason. So there, there, there are occasions where it can just be one tooth. Mm. But generally, it tends to be the whole dentition. And do the teeth have to be in fairly good nick before you start the whitening process? Well, anything... I mean, first of all, they have to be clean. Um, anything that's got stains on it... Um, it's not a great starting point. So everything has got to be nice and clean. So I always advise an appointment with the hygienist, get it all nice and clean, and then we can look at the whitening. Mm-hmm. Now, anything like we mentioned briefly the off-air about crowns, anything that's, any tooth that's got a crown, a veneer, even fillings, those won't whitening. So it's only your, your enamel that will whiten. No, mm-hmm. Nothing that's been put in by the dentist, let's put it that way. Yeah. So you you manage expectations then. They're not going to be coming out with that white feeling if, if they've had fillings or they've had exact done or you've had damage from sport. Well, it's all, yeah, it, it's all about uh, in, involving the patient and explaining to them what will happen. I mean, there are occasions, for example, where, where, where I will have a patient come in and they've already got existing fillings and I will say, look, your teeth will whiten, but the fillings won't. So there's a good chance that after the whitening, you might need those fillings now replaced to match the new colour. Some of us are aware of that. So there's quite a body of work to get it 100% right then. There, there is. I mean, there can I, be, I suppose, yeah. I mean, if there's someone that say, for example, the ideal candidate is someone young that hasn't got uh, any fillings at all and mm-hmm. they just want to lighten a couple of shades, then that's great. But we always get a lot of patients phoning in. It's like, oh, can you book me in for whitening? 
I just book in for a whitening consultation. Yeah, and then you manage the expectation. Well, exactly, because there's always the 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 eighty year old who has been smoking for forty years of his life and, and, and wants uh, you know a, a great result out of the whitening, which he's not going to get. Yeah, or if they buy it on the internet, um, you know, it's that's that's why dentists are dentists. Exactly. There's also, I mean, legally, I mean, that there are legal restrictions. And say, for example, like um, over the shelf, over the counter, you can only buy anything that hasn't got more than 0.1% hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. So anything that you see in the pharmacies have got very, very low grade of, of hydrogen peroxide. So will those whitened teeth, uh, not really, that they will, they will top up or they will keep something that's been whitened. So it's great for like an after care, mm-hmm. but it, it won't really make a massive difference on someone that wants a great result. But in the controlled atmosphere of the dentist chair, say with you and Gay Dental, I mean, what, what, what volume of peroxide then can you can you prescribe higher so, so you can prescribe normally that there's two types of whitening that you tend patients tend to get so it's either a home whitening kit which is probably the most popular you mm-hmm. go into the dentist dentist takes impressions it gets some custom made trays made and then you whiten at home those maybe tend to range they're carbamide peroxide and they tend to range in the region of about 10 to 16 percent you can also have an an in-house whitening or what a lot of people call laser whitening. Um, and those can go up to about 30, 35%. Mm. But those have to be done in, in the surgery. And they're quite intricate then? They're quite intricate because you have to be careful because can, that can burn the gums very easily. Mm. So That's why you do it right. I mean, it, for somebody to get a consultation, say, with Yinge Dental, um, and to start the process... How long of a process does it take for them to have white teeth or so, clean teeth? So normally, once you come in for a consultation, if if you have a hygienist appointment, and after that you have impressions done, and you normally do it at home, and within about 10 days to two weeks after that... You, you should notice a difference. You should notice the big difference, yeah. Okay. And does it work the same for everybody? No. So there's a lot of factors. I mean, age, for example, is one of them. Mm-hmm. The younger you are, the better you whiten. But then that's with a lot of things. Um, lifestyle as well. I mean, if except hair. Except hair. <laughs> if you're a smoker, red wine drinker, coffee drinker, all those things, just stain teeth. So generally, they're not going to, or well, you're not going to maintain the level of whitening as well as something someone that's that's very careful with mm-hmm. what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. I know that I was quite ill as a child. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I was, I was on medication. So I've got yellow teeth. Yeah. And can they be whitened eventually? They can. Um, again, sometimes it's it's difficult to know exactly how well or not it's you're going to whiten. Condition. I don't know what it was called at the time. Yeah. Well, tetracycline was very... That's it. Tetracycline was very common in those days and tetracycline staining is, is it's not an easy staining to, to deal with. What is tetracycline? So tetracycline is an antibiotic, and mm. it was it was used years ago, very common in children. Yeah, and then they realised that actually it affected uh, teeth, and they get that that yellow, sometimes greyness tinge yeah. to the teeth. I'm trying to show you my teeth, but I'm kind of embarrassed because you're the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was covered. it was very common. I mean, tetracycline staining, staining was very common, but fortunately that 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 all stopped, and we don't tend to see that much nowadays. Now, do you not? No. So yeah, so, so it's a decision I have to make. At six right. years of age. Yeah. Like my hair is white, so maybe I don't need my teeth to be white. 
Well, that's a personal choice. That's a personal choice. <laughs> but for those listening to us, I mean, there's there's a system for them, be it the in-surgery system or the home whitening system through the dentist. There I mean, is something for them there. There is, and I, I always, I'm, I'm always a little less pushy to the in-surgery system. I mean, um, because I, I always feel that the home whitening system does exactly the same job. Not only even exactly, I say it, it probably maintains it for longer. Now, mm -hmm. the in-surgery system is, is quicker. And sometimes you get people that say like, I'm getting married next week and you'd be surprised. You wouldn't. We would get patients like that and say, look, look, I'm getting married next week. Can you do something? And then all so, of a sudden... So hang on a second. They book the church or the registry. They yeah. book the hotel. Yeah. They buy the cake. They get the dresses. Yeah. They get the dresses. Get everything. Yeah. And then with a week to go, they... Think you can work in America? Yeah, exactly, and and that's not always not easy, and um, but it happens, um, and I'd say it happens where they've had um, photos taken for whatever reason, just coming up to the wedding, and then all of a sudden they'll be looking at the photos at home, and they're like, "Holy God, holy God, not my teeth." Yeah, phone the dentist, mm. see what they can do, mm. and we're not miracle workers, but we tend to try our best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if they want to get further details on it, they can give you a call again. Tend to, but what you suggest is they have a consult. They have to have a consultation. For, I love the way you operate. So they have to have the consultation first. You'll manage the expectations. You're going to tell them whether it's going to work for them or not, and you're going to tell them how long the journey is going to take. Exactly, and the, and the bottom line is that there's no point spending money on something that's not really going to work for you. Um, just literally throwing money down the drain. And that one, one typical example is like, and, I, and I'm seeing it more nowadays with people buying things off the internet, even braces. Um, no. Oh, yeah. Um, How do they fit them? Well, they're like Invisalign braces, but you take an impression yourself, they send you like this kind of mold and you take, send them back and then they give you sets of trays and and everyone, I mean, they're, they're I mean, unbelievably brave if you want to put, if I want to put it like that. If you have one set of teeth, why would you not just Exa do it right? Exactly. Um, I don't know, without any kind of supervision, I mean, trusting someone on, that you've never met before, you don't know if they're dentally qualified, um, but anyway, mm. that's a, a different subject altogether. I had the same conversation about somebody who went abroad and had to come back to one of your colleagues in Galway and get things totally yeah. done, totally yeah. redone again, and they got a great deal so that it's abroad and wherever they went to. And uh, they had to spend loads more money which probably to, re, to probably redo things that they didn't need doing in the first place. They spent as much as they did going abroad to get it rectified when they came home. And it wasn't cheap when they went abroad. So do the maths on that one. And yeah. it was pure madness what they did. Yeah. And do you know what? I, and sometimes I, I feel, I mean, and, and luckily for social media, that there's a couple of dentists that I know that are very proactive with, with actually getting these stories out there mm. and actually telling people, look, this can happen. And, and it has happened. And, and people are actually voicing their yeah. own personal experiences. But look, at it's the same with surgery as well. People going for enhanced yeah. surgery abroad. And, and we had a lovely young doctor indeed. And uh, he's not coming in, John, sorry. Um, but we had a lovely young doctor, so he had uh, joined us. And uh, all she's doing is, um, she's based in Dublin, in Beaumont, and Dublin, all she's doing is rectifying what, what other people um, yeah. what other people got done. We're not going to solve it today, but if you want to get further details, you can do so from Dr. Brian Delgado or any of the team at Gay Dental. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. Keith, thanks very much. Have a good and a safe uh, rest of week, and thanks for joining thanks us Thanks so much today. for your time. Anytime, thank you for joining us uh, today. Uh, wise talk, I have to say, as usual. Ask the Dentist, brought to you by Gate Dental Clinic. Let's keep Galway smiling. Don't wait. Call the gate on 547-592. 
Galway Talks in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. Now, a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. Our next uh, story is a rather sad story, I have to say, and I found this in the Irish Times uh, recently indeed, um, because the shutters came down on a Westport shop indeed with strong Galway links after nearly 100 years, and there's a strong East Galway link with this, and I want to go to Rory Ward who joins me on the line uh, today. Rory, good morning to you. Hello, how's things? Thanks for joining us uh, today. Give me the, the Ballinasloe link on this one. Does the Glynn's in Ballinasloe? Are... Yeah, uh, so the original owners of the shop um, were from Ballinasloe and um, my grandfather was from Ballinasloe and my grandmother, who later took it over in the 50s. Oh. And unfortunately, after 100 years of trading, you had to uh, shut the shop recently. Yeah, unfortunately so, but um, look, it's it's one of them things, uh, times are changing, I suppose, and things are getting more expensive and you have a lot more competition, especially an airline, you know, of hardware. And, I mean, if, to make a decision like that had to be fairly fraught because 100 years of uh, trading and trying to keep going, but it was a brave decision to make. Yeah, look, it, it, like the cards were on the table, really, do you know what I mean? Um like you could, you could keep going, and you know you'd end up losing. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of just had to uh, put it out as it was and um, make the decision. And look, it's not, it's not a nice decision to make, but um, it kind of had to be done. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's not nice to have to make the decision, but do you know what? No. I think people would admire you more for doing that, Rory Ward, and um, your dad, uh, Dave, um, and continuing the way you were going and continuing to lose money and, and not yeah. making money. I mean, if you don't make money, you don't put food on the table. That's the bottom line. Well, that's it, really. And, like, when you see the increase in prices nowadays, like when things have gone, you know, they've doubled, some things have, you know, tripled in price, and you're still working off the same profits as you were working on before these things went up. Mm. And it, it's very hard to ask people for the money, you know, especially because it's not easy for anyone else, you know, in, in the country with the prices of just living, you know. So yeah. um, it's 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 changing times, definitely. Now, you were based in Westport, so you would have had a strong Connemara customer base there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cullamary would have had Ackle, you know, Inish Turk, Clare Island, you know, all, all them rural areas, they all came into us for the last four generations, you know. And it's, um, it was it was called JJ Glynn's uh, hardware shop in Westport. Sorry, I should have said that. Thank you. Um, that's what it was called. But And when did you shut the doors then, can I ask you, Rory? Uh, Saturday, so the 4th of February. Last Saturday you shut the doors. Yeah. And how are you stock-wise? Are you, have you still a good bit of stock to move on? Um, we have a little bit, you know what I mean? And uh, thankfully a lot of the, you know, the companies will take their stock back and, um, you know, that makes it a lot easier for us, you mm. know, trying to get rid of it. But we sold a, a good bit of it, you know what I mean? Um, so a bit of work to do left in that. But I'm sure there's some stock there going back a couple of years as well. Yeah, there is. There was stock there now that's been there for a long time, which, you know, you know you're just kind of stuck with that. But sure, look, uh, we'll, we'll put it to you some way, I suppose. Maybe a clearance sale or otherwise uh, from there. Maybe, yeah. We might have to open the doors one more time and yeah. sell it off. But 
Um, you're, you're a young fella, so you are, and um, uh, yeah, yeah. you're 23 years of age, but um, your dad and I would uh, understand what the chamber pot was. And uh, yeah. I, I believe, <laughs> this this is so funny, like, because it's not funny, but it is funny. But I believe that you had a hen party in uh, one of the last customers before you closed the doors on Saturday the 4th. Uh, they came in and they bought chamber pots. Tell our, yeah, yeah. Tell our listeners... Uh, Rory, what a chamber pot is? Well, it's if you don't want to get out of the bed, then you need to go to the toilet. It's a little pot beside beside <laughs> you you can use. <laughs> and if you saw on yeah. Colleen Coon, there was one under the bed, so there was. But anyway, there you go. Um, yeah. but they, they, so it begins with P and it used to end in SSS pot, but we can't really yeah. say it on air. But that's what it was kindly referred to. When I was a young fella growing up. Um, but yeah, what, that's, what that's did what I know. I don't know the real name for them. That's what I go by <laughs> talking about them. But so somebody come in and they say, can I have a chamber pot for you? Go down there, they're, they're, it's down the corner. And wh- why, yeah. why, pray tell, in modern day 2023 in Westport, where the suite, um toilets where they were staying, why did they want one of these chamber pots? To be honest with you, they didn't tell me too much. And I didn't want to know either. Um, you know, maybe they did, didn't want to get up in the morning. But I say it had something more to do with alcohol consumption, to be honest with you. Okay, you know, so you think it could be, you could think it could be kind of a receptacle for outrageous cocktail drinking? Yeah, exactly. I said they were more putting drink into it now than putting anything else into it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, God, yeah, it must be. Must, and and are the links still there with Ballinasloe? The uh, yeah, there's we still have family up in Galway. Um I I wouldn't know them too well now, um, but my, my father and his brothers and sisters would be in contact with them. Yeah. It's just it's but, it's it's tough. It's tough when something like this happens. It really is tough uh, when something yeah. like this happens. But and what are, what yeah. are you what are you going to do with the premises? Turn it into a hen party spot or something? Maybe, right? yeah. Jesus, well, are we have enough of them in Westport, so we do. So maybe we'll go and do something more unique with it. Hmm. Um, be any plans? I don't know. I'd say look, really, either rent or lease or sell it. Do you know what I mean? Um, whatever comes first. It's that's um, you know we haven't really got that far yet. Thinking mm-hmm. wise, but I'd say that'd be along the lines of what's going to happen. Yeah. Where is it in Westport? Is it close to the main town? Yeah, yeah, just on the top of Shop Street. Oh, I know. Sorry, I do. I love Westport. I love, yeah, it's super value there. Oh, I know it well. I, I love. I'd, I'd often pop in there for stuff, yeah. I love that whole Westport area if you're on a day trip. That's a nice town, all right. Nothing like it. Well, I won't be needing a chamber pot unless something really happens. Because I won't yeah, be drinking well, cocktails. You, you won't get one, though, anyway. <laughs> I'm sure if I knocked on the door, Rory... Uh, you'd, get, yeah. you'd leave one out for me out of poor pity when you'd see me coming anyway oh yeah sure I can organise one for you no, ta- no thanks no 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 thank you no, I'm fine I have enough childhood memories of them being under the bed and I remember uh, I remember because I spent a lot of time and I often say this with my uncle a wonderful man that he was uh, but he'd have a cigarette at night time and you can imagine the pot would be there and it would have been used for other bits and pieces rather than going outside because there was no toilet inside and then you'd yeah. hear the you'd hear the, the cigarette extinguishing when you knew then oh you would yeah time 
time to go to sleep at that stage, so it was. Yeah, I think so, and thankfully I wasn't around in them times. <laughs> Your dad was, and he could remember it, I'm sure. Listen, I'd good, say so. good to talk to you. JJ Glynn's hardware store in uh, Westport has shut down, but uh, Rory, thank you for joining us uh, today on the programme. Well done to all involved in that. Now, we're giving you another chance just now. What does it mean to you? Um, uh, or who means the world to you your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your life partner your mum, your dad, your brother your best friend indeed, your colleague at work um, the person who drops you a cup of tea when you need it hint hint um, we want to mark Valentine's Day this year by giving that someone as important in your life a token of your regard and your love as well uh, throughout Monday next we'll be giving away some beautiful bouquets of flowers and uh, menswear vouchers as well but if you'd like to enter our draw you can register now quite simply to text the word or WhatsApp the word uh, love your name and the name of the person that means the world to you and tune in on Monday to see who wins what and we have a special Valentine's treat we have a one night package for two at the uh, Galway's Hidden Gem Moycarn Lodge and Marina in Port Nick in Ballinasloe a lovely location I have to say and all entries go forward for a Valentine's Day draw uh, so you have two chances to win from there so text the word love L-O-V-E uh, plus your name and the name of the person that means the world to you and text it straight away to 086 uh, 38 33 55 3 do so straight away that's 086 3833553. You can text us or WhatsApp us to that with thanks to Rationale Windows and the crew involved in it. And I went to do this earlier on and I couldn't, but I can and I can do it now. So we'll give you about two minutes of this. Love is in the air. John Paul Young and Love is in the air. By the way, good morning to the Dowling family. They lost their mom so they did in the last uh, 24 hours. I happened to meet them. I met them the other night, they were all with their mom Adid as she was uh, preparing to leave. I met them in Carlhaven or Apre living there as well. So condolences uh, to the Dowling family in Murphy. They, they lost mom, uh, a powerful lady, by the way. Uh, but they were all there, each and every one of them. There was love in the air on the night in question and they were with her when she passed away. So condolences uh, to them uh, from there, the Dowling family from Kent Avenue. And the extended Folan family as well. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, condolences to, to you again. Uh, tomorrow's program, we're looking at Throkra, and uh, we're looking at Throkra and the whole situation in Turkey there. Independent senators uh, putting forward a motion to deal with the sale of forestry land as well. We'll be looking at that and tomorrow morning's programme. Uh, we'll have the Connacht Tribune headlines with Dave O'Connell joining us there. Uh, we'll be uh, calling Galway-based entrepreneurs. Uh, nominations are open for the 2023 EY Entrepreneur of the Year programme. Uh, we'll be looking at that uh, tomorrow morning in the programme. We'll go gardening with Anne McKeown, by the way, tomorrow is Thursday. So if you want to get your gardening questions into us, feel free to do so. And uh, do so straight away to comments at galwaybfm.ie. And uh, we have uh, a new exhibition of 40 artworks by Gertrude and it's opening at Kenny's um, this Saturday. We'll be talking about that and we'll be talking, excuse me, exclusively about the Galway Love Festival opening this Friday. What in the name of all this good and holy is the Galway Love Festival, will you tell me? I'm asking you. He doesn't have a heart to tell me, he said. He's full of one-liners. We'll have to knock them out of him, so we will. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. Uh, thank you to all. Join us tomorrow morning, and don't forget, Friday morning we'll come to you live uh, from Hedford in County Galway. And um, We're looking forward to your company uh, in Hedford, in person or on air. Feel free to uh, pop down and say hello to us. 
We'll be there between about half past eight, going to air just after nine o'clock, and um, 12 midday as well. We'll be bringing help with us, so we will, to mind you all. That is it for today. Thanks to Therese who took your comments. Also to John Morley who produced today. What from you is truly keeps feeling a lot till tomorrow just after the 9 o'clock news. With those guests and many other guests, um, have yourselves a good and a safe Wednesday. Don't forget you can get in contact straight with us to comments at galwaybfm.ie. That's comments at galwaybfm.ie. Have a good and a safe Wednesday. Talk to you tomorrow just after 9. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.